Hello, you're listening to The Raphael Letters. My name is Gabriel Dantes, and as always, I'll be reading a letter from the Archangel Raphael to a guardian angel named Shariel, who is protecting a young woman named Sarah. Today, in Raphael Letter number 6, the Archangel is revealing the final mission towards which every unique mission is ordered. After the letter, we'll read through meditation questions to help us better internalize the spiritual truths contained within the letter. Stay tuned on Sundays for new episodes, and be sure to click the follow button to not miss out. Click the link in the show notes, www.gmdantes.com forward slash the Raphael letters to read the entire letter and follow along. And while you're on my website, I also encourage you to take a look at my children's book series called Ari's Adventures. You can get the first few chapters of that book for free on my website you enjoy them. Now, without further ado, let us read Raphael letter number six, the final mission. Most beloved Shariel, I'm glad you have written me again about Shariel's unique mission. I see from your letter that she is focusing on it. In fact, she seems to be neglecting other duties in favor of her mission. Certainly, this is not God's will, as you can tell. As always, we must understand her unique mission according to her final mission, which is the final mission of all intelligent beings. As you well know, this final end is to contemplate God and to serve Him in loving others. This is the end to which we live and to which God is calling all humans this universal call to contemplate God and serve Him looks different for all creatures. For angels, you will be well aware that there are nine choirs of angels and each one serves Him differently. The first triad of angels is ordered to mediating God's love to humanity. The guardian angels serve Him by protecting His children, channeling His love to them uniquely. Archangels serve him by mediating his loving plan for humanity, leading the fight in our battle for good. And principalities protect the human order, serving God in the care and protection of kingdoms, states, and parishes. The second triad of angels mediate God's love and providence to the universe. The powers assist in fighting to govern the natural order defending it from the demonic hosts. Virtues order all things in the universe, be they planets, elements, or seasons, according to his loving design. Dominions take the fire from the higher choirs and mediate it to the choirs below, acting like channels of water and grace and love. The third triad contemplate God in his highest heaven. The cherubim contemplate God in his wisdom, mediating his wisdom and providence to the other choirs. Thrones contemplate God's power and the wisdom of that loving order, according to his loving providence. And at last, the seraphim contemplate the great fire of God's eternal love. Their song makes the furnace of his love burn like a flaming torch, 
for all other choirs to receive it in their abundance. You will notice one thing in every single duty. Each duty is oriented towards mediating God's love. It is the final mission to which all angels are called, and it is the final mission to which all humans are called as well. This means that the actions of each human, regardless of their unique mission, must be ordered towards the outpouring of God's love on humanity. Sometimes that is obvious. For instance, it is obvious how counselors are called to be ministers of God's love to humanity. But what of the engineer? The engineer, not unlike the virtues who order all things in the universe, must orchestrate the visible world in a manner that allows for God's love to be ordered to his children well. But just because a particular man or woman does not have it as his mission to love this specific man or woman, that does not exempt them from having to love those in their lives. If an engineer were to design a church but violate God's loving order by berating his co-worker or members of his family, then he has misunderstood his unique mission, since the final mission of all creatures is to love. I will give a specific example in the life of Sarah. She is called first to love God and then to love others. Specifically, she is called to create a community of love among her friends, family, and co-workers. She is called, like us angels, to mediate God's love to the world. Now, you mentioned in your last letter that she became upset with her sister because she was interrupting her work. Sarah may say to herself, I need to pursue my unique mission. But if she acts without kindness, she is failing at her unique mission. Because creating a community of love is part of her mission. For every unique mission is ordered to this final mission. I am amazed when I am requested to make a visit to parishes and I discover how Christians treat one another after they immediately leave the church. They are so focused on their particular task of getting out of the parking lot quickly that they immediately violate the love of God that had been poured into their hearts. They hear the preacher and tell themselves, yes, the world is so empty of love. But the next moment, they don't even realize how they violate his law by breathing wrathful thoughts against their fellow Christian. The reason for this is because they have lost their true focus. They have forgotten their final mission, which is the call to love and to create a community of love on earth. This is why the general mission to be a father or mother becomes a means of achieving their final mission. For families are the most important communities that communicate God's love to the world. All fathers and mothers 
are called to create and foster this community of love. Often a unique mission is different than the call to being a mother or a father, though for many the missions are interconnected and for some they are identical. That is, for some people it is their unique mission to be a father or a mother to their children. In all these things, Shariel, guide Sarah always back to the path of love. Illuminate to her soul the importance of community and vulnerability. Orient her towards this final mission of loving, and she will bear fruit in her unique mission. Then, perhaps, someday, she will meet the fulfillment of that final mission when the fire of God's love is burning in all things, illuminating them and giving him glory. To him be praised, now and forever. Amen. Servant of his healing spirit, Raphael. I hope you enjoyed this letter titled, The Final Mission. In it, we learned about regardless of our unique mission, we must order our lives towards our final mission, which is to create a community of love. The point of these letters is to bring some spiritual awareness to what is going on around us, to help us enter more fully into these letters and the unique themes, I've composed the following meditation questions, which you can find on my website. Well, I encourage you to write down your answers to these questions in a notebook to help you engage it with them. I recognize that not everyone has the time or the freedom to do that. So if that's the case, then as you listen, I recommend paying particular attention to your answers, perhaps saying them out loud if you're alone, or repeat them to yourself in your mind. The purpose of this is in order to create greater awareness of our guardian angels throughout the day and week, that we might do what St. Paul encouraged us to do. Pray without ceasing. Let us reflect on these questions. What is a spiritual reality that I am now more aware of having read this letter? What is something I wish I could say to my guardian angel right now? Is there something specifically I could thank them for? What is a struggle that I wish my guardian angel could help me more with? Guardian angel, can you help me more with this, please? Please pray for me on my behalf that God's grace might be poured into me to aid me with this. After looking at this letter, what behaviors might I have to change? Or what sins do I need to repent of? What are ways that I have put my own wants or goals ahead of 
loving my family and friends? Do I set aside time for community and friendship? What can I do specifically to experience community with others? Do I let down my walls and allow myself to experience vulnerability with people that are dear to me? What is one friend or family member with whom I can connect this week to grow in experiencing vulnerability and love? In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. O God, who in your unfathomable providence are pleased to send your holy angels to guard us, hear our supplication as we cry to you, that we may always be defended by their protection, and rejoice eternally in their company. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you, the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom God's love commits me here, ever this day, be at my side, to light, to guard, to rule, to guide.